Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalud. Welcome to Sophia with an F. Sit back and relax while you listen to my soothing, sultry voice and fucking subscribe, bitches. In all seriousness, put that shit in your dating profile. My cousin Alex, you may have heard of her. She said that she put subscribe to Sophia with an F in her Tinder bio and that bitch has dudes knocking at her back door. Not that back door, but for real, guys, she said it is a huge conversation starter. Rate the show five stars, please. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you've done that already, I love you more than anything. I'm devoted to you, but maybe grab like your uncle's fucking Android and do it on there so that I can keep talking to you guys every week. And follow me on all my socials, Sophia the Neff, Franklin with a Y. Now let's get into the episode. I 
am joined by Indie Fucking Blue Severe. That's the last name, right? Yeah. Which, what a wild last name. I fucking love that. I was born to be an influencer or a porn star. 100. With a name like that. Indie is a 23-year-old writer, entrepreneur, and influencer. She has a cult following on social media. You did your research. <laughs> hey. Well, I mean, Alex, the producer, did. Which, by the way, Alex is in I the know. room, guys. We didn't let her leave. And, Indy, you have a baby boy named Seven. He's adorable. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I'm like, I love that for you. Like I was thinking of um, making an account for him. <gasps> you should. Or, like, does it like scare you? Like, where I, like, speak like I'm him. Wow, she's really trying to, like, get ruffle my feathers right now. That was a Baby Alessi reference. Baby Alessi was literally... That, <sighs> Baby Alessi, I'm sorry she carried the show on her back. <laughs> that what child, nine months old, 100% for life. Okay, but also me impersonating her is, like, what made oh, the show. that's what made me fall in love with you was Baby Alessi. Was it really? Yes, I mean, you were always funny, but that shit had me, like... I think I was with Kate, <laughs> and I was, like... Rewinded. I'm like, listen, <laughs> just listen to these 10 minutes. Dude, but I was so fucked up. I'd be like, mom, like, I'm a little slut now. And I was like, I need to go to hell. Like, that's not okay. We are in a pink fuzzy room mirrors all around it's the sickest location i've ever recorded in and indy we're in your clothing store yeah. lonely ghost yes ma'am and it's set up like a grocery store right yeah why do i say right like i don't know like it, I makes, walked in it here. makes no sense <laughs> But like, that it's a grocery store. It's like it's the most Instagrammable place I've like ever been. That was the point. So well, you fucking succeeded. And Indy, we're both like the black sheep influencers of Utah. Like, do you kind of feel that? No, I feel it. And I, I told you this, but when I found out that you were from Utah, because I think I think that's how I found out about you was mm -hmm. because I had just moved to LA. And everyone was dying over the fact that I was from Utah. They had so many questions. And right. they were like, oh, this girl, this girl started a podcast, like a sex podcast. And she's from Salt Lake. And I was like, I highly doubt it. But, <laughs> but send me the link. <laughs> um, and, and then, then when, and then I found you. And holy shit, we had, I knew we would be soulmates. Oh, my God. Because here's the thing is, I am the Mormon Mia Khalifa. <laughs> that's that's who you get on your show. <laughs> like the Mormon that's how, that's how they look at me, right? When I'm really not that bad. I mean, and so when you came out with your podcast, you were like, "I am a saint compared to this whore." I totally get Thank that. Thank you for that. Yeah, is all I have to say. But the Mormon Mia Khalifa, like, <laughs> you could like do porn in like the garments. That would be fucking dope. That's a thing. That's got to be a thing already. I don't think so. But we're about to make it one on fucking OnlyFans. We're gonna be millionaires, and you will never hear a podcast episode from me ever again. Take that's a what shot every time me and Sophia come up with a new business idea. Yes. This we just we we know our power <laughs> together is so strong it is any business venture we go anything we do so back to the black sheep thing i feel like so many fucking influencers come out of utah right all of them. every single one of them 
Why? Like, why the fuck is that? I mean, I have a theory. I can go first or you can. Yeah, let me hear your theory. Okay, my theory, and I don't want to offend people. What the fuck am I saying? Like, I offend people, like, all day, every single day on this podcast. I think that women are raised to... Their their main goal is to get married and procreate. That's, like, kind of the goal if you're, like, a Mormon woman. It's not kind of the goal. It is It is. Goal. Okay, thank you. Because <laughs> like, it fucking is. <laughs> that you just explained it. Yes. And so I think, like, if that is the mentality, it's how do you, like, get a guy? How do you get married? It's, like, look hot. And I think that's where it stems from. It's, like, dude, tell me the hottest people are not in Utah. Oh, yeah. You can tell. You can pick them out of a lineup. Yes. Dude, I lived in New York and people were like, oh, my God, like models like New York. And I'm like, "Mm -mm -mm. go to Utah and like the hottest fucking bitches. And I think that's why. Well, it's also just such a comparison thing. Mm -hmm. It's such a keeping up with the Joneses mentality where like there's I don't know the statistics, but. The Botox, not, you know, just plastic yes. surgery in Utah. Is, I think it's, like, the second highest in the country next to, like, Miami. Exactly. And yes. you just think about, same with, like, opioid <laughs> addictions. That's <laughs> yeah. Another, that's another that's place another we one. can go. Guys, you should all come visit Utah. Like, it's fucking <laughs> place. So get your boobs done and, like, get an opiate problem. But, it's, but yeah, you, you do see it. Yes. It's, like perfectionism exactly right it's like yes you have a theory i have a theory of why influencers are all and it is with the mormonism but it's because in mormonism they're so um they put a strong emphasis on journaling Mm -hmm. and like that was such a big deal when i was a kid we'd my mom and her friends they'd scrapbook oh did your parents do that like, I, I just mean, remember scrapbooking parties in the 90s. Like, right. It I mean, my such parents are deal. foreign as fuck. So, like, yeah, they don't really, like, like fall no. into that <laughs> no. thing. But, yes. So, yeah, there was so... It was all about documenting and journaling. And I think when blogging came, it was a way, like, for them to be, like... Do their scrapbooking yeah, on do their, social media. Yes, literally. And I think they literally w- were the OG influencers. Wait. Like, I, I think, like, Carol Loren, you guys all follow them. Amber Fillerup, mm-hmm. like, Tezza, like, Hello Fashion Blog. There's all Rachel these bloggers. Purcell. Rachel Parcell. Mm-hmm. There's all these bloggers who were genuinely starting that because that's what you do when you're Mormon. Right. Like, you graduate and you date and you marry and... You scrapbook. You scrapbook. <laughs> that sounds worse than it is. But I remember reading somewhere that the biggest scrapbooking <laughs> convention is in Utah. And it's of like a whole thing. That doesn't surprise me at all. And scrapbooking is literally fucking Instagram on paper. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. It starts to make sense too. And then it's it again is it's like how much of social media is just like proving that you're better than other people. I mean, that's like Mormonism and that I'm going to get hate for saying that. True. But that's and that's not what they teach you. That's just what the culture is. You know, exactly. It's exactly. It's embedded in this culture and whether it's doctrine or whether it's just something that people do. That's just I I grew up thinking I was better than other people because I was Mormon. My, really? Oh, yeah. Like I knew one person in all of my elementary school that wasn't Mormon. 
and I felt so bad for her. <laughs> she was one of my best friends, and I remember in the back of my mind thinking, well, that's just so sad. Like, she's such a sweet girl, and her family's so nice, and it's and just that, so like, sad that they'll never actually be happy. Like, right. Because that is actually what they teach you, is that yeah. the church is the only source of happiness. Right. So, that was a trip. <laughs> I mean, so my brother, he's 17, and I remember growing up, he was, like, friends with, like, some of the Mormon kids, and he, like, wouldn't get invited to, like, their birthday parties and oh shit. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that so sad? It's so fucked no, up. Like, talking to my friends about it, we're like, oh, like, you knew the house on your street that, like, we don't go trick-or-treating there. Because they're not Mormon. Shut the fuck up. Yes. They're like, you know that house is, like, giving out fucking, like, white claws. Like, don't let them go there. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sloot's giving dinner is because I am 
prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. I mean, to be honest, like what the Mormon church stands for is like not bad at all. Well, it makes anyone feel good. Community, service, family. Yeah. Like those things are all so important. Um, I think the problem is the church is so focused on that's the only way. Yeah. When they're using ways that we can all be happy. It's it's like universal ways to be happy. Right. It's like if you step out of the construct they have, it's like shame, bad. And I think that's like where it like turns into a thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's the issue. By the way, guys, your clothing store, we're in Provo, (laughs) Utah. Do you live here? Yes. Oh, you live in Provo? Oh my gosh. Okay, wow. I'm not like shitting on it. I'm just yeah, like, whoa. The, I'm like very protective of Provo. I'm just kidding. Okay, I was gonna be like, well, have you heard Paris Hilton's uh, thing <laughs> yes. about the what is it? Provo Cannon School. It's right up the road, babe. Stop. Should we like drive by? Yes. Let's go <laughs> with picket paper. signs. <laughs> it's Provo Canyon School. Yeah. And she suffered abuse there and, like, is trying to get it shut down, which I'm all about that. And you know, you're going to, like, go pick it outside. But I lived here for a month. Uh-huh. Still confused by that. I'm going to explain it one day, guys. I can't. It's, like, confidential information. It was when I was working on my first episode and I was, like, working on you it. You had to, like, get to your darkest place. I had to go to an Airbnb and do it because I was, like, so fucked up in the head. And I was, like, I can't work from home. I, like, had, like, people over. Whatever. But not, like, Hawaii. <laughs> Palm Honest, I just felt like Provo was like the most calming like getaway. You know what I'm saying? It's peaceful. It is. Yeah. <laughs> really peaceful. This is the story. I went to 7-Eleven when I was living in Provo <laughs> for a month and I was parked outside and there were eight, ten like homeless people but like i'm not i'm not gonna say what drugs they were on but like they were on something there was we don't discriminate we don't i mean we do drugs any kind of i do drugs but (laughs) i was gonna say i don't do crack lol i tried crack one time (laughs) never again but okay i was sitting in the car outside of the 7-eleven my friend was going in to like buy whatever there was a lady it's freezing she has flip-flops not on her feet next to her like on the sidewalk she's walking around barefoot she's like freaking the fuck out she's uh, she's not well okay her hair like soars all over her face like she has a, there's an issue and she's like holding her hands like clutching them like putting her like face in her hands and i'm sitting in the car and i'm like that's really sad like whatever she comes up to the car okay I don't know how many times I'm going to say I lived in New York. In New York, you know, homeless people like be standing there and they like want money. They never walk up to your fucking car. Yeah. She starts knocking on the window, trying to open the fucking door. And I'm like, ah! 
like <laughs> screaming. Like I literally ducked down. Indy, she was there for fucking 10 minutes. 10 minutes. <sighs> like standing next to the Wait, car. Wait, why didn't you film it? Indy, I was worried about my life. The views. <laughs> I wish I was like that type of bitch because my life, I would make so much more money. I don't film shit. Does that even sound scary? Because it no, was scary No, that's terrifying. Shit. You know, you never expect them to like try to open the door <laughs> and like get in the car. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's bold. So that was like my Provo situation. Let's move the fuck on from like Utah Mormon and Provo. Okay. People are like, that's a little insular. Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> yeah. I need to bring this up. Your you have beef with mm. Addison Ray. <laughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> my arch nemesis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not beef, but, like, she's on your hit the list. The funny thing about that is I actually, I don't think she knows who I am. Like, I don't think she knows my name. I don't think she knows what Lonely Ghost is. I mean, not to be rude, but, like, no. This is what I think happened. And Expl- I... Explain what okay, happened. Okay, yeah, I gotta tell. Okay, so, for the girlies at home, basically, I have this brand, our... Like, most famous catchphrase is, I love you, say it back. We, like, it's pretty much our whole brand. And we, it was, like, a year ago, we asked Addison Ray if she'd wear a shirt, which my business partner is the one that reached out to her. And it was kind of hilarious because I don't think he knew who she was. Really? I think his daughters were probably just like, you need to send send stuff to Addison. And he's just like, okay. Okay, cool. I was almost like embarrassed that he would even reach out because like the fact that we'd get a response from someone with that many followers was just so she responded yeah she responded it was crazy and we were stoked like i called my little sister on the spot and she was tripping i bet and it just sounds dumb but when you have your i mean i'm sure it's the same when you're a podcast like when you get a good guest it's a big fucking deal it's a huge deal and just getting like a video of Addison Ray in our shirt, like that's insane for our business. I mean, she could like charge like what a hundred k for like yeah. something like that, and she just did it for free. So that's dope. yeah, so I've always liked her. She, I think she's darling. This is nothing to do with her, but she comes out with a makeup line, I don't uh-huh. know. and on all the packaging and. The little lip glosses and cases. Everything says, I love you, say it back. Like the mirror. You flip the mirror up and it says, I love you, say it back. (laughs) That is... Hold on. So you sent her your merch. Yeah, and she wore it. And it says, I love you, say it back. She wore it. Posted in it, I'm assuming. Yes. And then, like, a month later or whatever, she releases a makeup line and it says, I love you, say it back. Yeah. Dude, that is fucking nuts. It was funny. I was, like, trying to wonder how to handle it because, I mean, we could have taken legal action. Absolutely. I would But I was like, I bet they'll try. Like, I want to hear what they have to say. They, like, reached out and... Oh, her team did? Okay. Her team reached out because our fans were pissed. People don't get that, like... I can't explain why... I, like, rally up just the most diehard bitches in the world. I love that. But they literally will go to war for me. Right. And they did. And I don't ever ask them to. I have to reel them in sometimes. Mm Because, like, (laughs) these girls were going off to the point where, like, their brand, like, couldn't ignore it anymore. 
Okay, so, so you're following. Yeah. They, like, went psycho. Our and following then, went psycho, and I was okay. like, you stole this from them, whatever. So I wanted to clear it up behind the scenes before I ever said anything, because I didn't want drama with her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like having drama with, like, King Kim Kardashian. I'm like, no, girl, use me. Like, take anything you want. Just, right. like... Right, but Answer I that think... text. <laughs> so I, so with Addison Ray, it was like, I, I don't know. I just kind of assumed that she wasn't as involved. Like I, I never really in the beginning, like, I mean, had she any, wasn't. I, yeah, I just was never mad at her because. I mean, when you're that big, like, what does she have? Like 50 something Dude. million followers. <sighs> What's so crazy too is this is, we're entering such a different type of age of social media in the sense where you really do have these people who are like normal kids dancing on in high school and they have one viral video and it goes crazy and then suddenly they have this massive following and suddenly they're moved to LA and their whole family lives in a mansion and it's now insane. you're best friends with Kourtney Kardashian like <laughs> what a life like I don't I literally I am just insane. have the most respect for those kids that are like being thrown into this shit. Like they don't know what they're supposed they to do. Don't. They, they don't, don't know how to handle. Like no. And I honestly feel bad because I don't think people like her have a lot of say when they get no. in those businesses. I mean, when you're that big, like your team runs your shit, yeah. right? And like that's just how it is. Yeah, they write your shit for you. Everything, everything. Can I just do a side note? Yeah. Why does Courtney Kardashian hang out with Addison Rae? This is such a mystery. How old is Courtney? Forty. Hey, yeah. Something. She's 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 got to be forty. She's got to be forty something. Addison is what? Nineteen. Nineteen. Why? Why? I personally. She's got to be awesome. That's the only thing. Like she's. I bet. But like. I couldn't, I can't even hang out with people that are, like, 21. I'm, like, ooh, like, (laughs) different, like, we're on different pages. I, maybe that's why Courtney likes her. I mean. They just get to, like, bop around L.A. and make little dances. Right? (laughs) Like, I get that, but, like, I don't know. I feel like when I'm 40-something, like, I'll just get Botox to be youthful. (laughs) Like, I'm not gonna be, like, let's get the 19-year-olds in here. Addison Rae. I, you know what, Addison, if you're listening, this is me saying it, not Indy. She stole your shit or her team stole your shit. So then what happened? Because, like, you didn't want to make it a big thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then your followers did. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of thought that it would get resolved. They messaged us saying they wanted to coexist. So, uh, like, if we could what have... What the fuck does like, that mean? It, they basically mean, like, they're not going to do merch they're not gonna do home they're not gonna do anything else they're just gonna do makeup so like if they can have makeup like we can have everything okay else. right because you trademarked it as yeah. merch and yeah. you trademarked it as makeup yeah so okay. so we're just trying to have a coexisting agreement mm-hmm. and you know but from my point of view i'm like okay well we need to get something out of this because this girl has like 60 million followers uh- and she comes and starts using our phrase like, that's just game over for us. Just, like, right. sucks to suck at that point. Wait, you have Addison Ray stealing your shit? I would have fucking capitalized on that moment so hard. Well, this is what sucks, is, like, I wanted to, but I, I didn't want drama. And so I was like, we need to have an agreement. Like, let's get the team. 
let's get this. Like, I was trying to, because I probably would have popped off, but I was like, no, like, I need to, like, make the best of this situation. Well, I mean, not even just, like, to pop off, but I feel like I would have had, like, my attorney go in and be like, I need a cut of whatever money she makes off the makeup. Like, I would have gone in hard. So that's also why I was kicked out of my company. And <laughs> that's can I hire you? Podcast. I'll hire you. <gasps> you will. I need legal advice. Actually, should I like try to do the bar exam? That's and, like, I hot. Be you could be like the new Kim. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, so they want to coexist. Yeah. You don't want to start drama. So coexisting, I'm like, okay. Was it like a contract? Well, no, they just wanted to talk. They wanted to have like a Zoom call so we can just discuss. Addison's people. Yeah. I'm trying to think like beforehand, like, what does this coexisting look like? Because, you know, your client has 60 million more followers than us. (laughs) So like, what's your idea of coexisting? Like, do we get anything out of it? And so I'm like, I'm trying to think ahead of time. I came into that meeting with my receipts, bitch. Like, I am a receipts, I, bitch. Like, I'm young. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with these business meetings. It just right off the bat, I knew like <laughs> they were not gonna be. They weren't gonna cooperate. Yeah, they no. were just like they were so. They were saying that we they didn't steal it, and they were trying to say that they didn't. And she's like, I've said this to my son. I've said I love you. Say it back to my son for years. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you and every other mom in America. I don't want to cut you off. So her legal team or whoever the fuck tried to say, I say, I love you. Say it back to her son. Yes. Okay. That's low key abuse to like talk to your kid and be like, I love you. Now say it back. back, bitch. (laughs) Hi, call Child Protective Services on Addison Ray's team. Dude, that's wild. (laughs) So yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. So does my business partner. Like that's the thing with his kids too. But anyways, when did you guys trademark it? Let's cut to the chase. Right. And she's just like, oh, well, we trademarked that in in April. And I was like, when in April? And she's like, like early April. And I was like, was it April 28th? Because I, I actually have it down. I think it's April 28th. And they Ball were just like, move. yeah, I, I went prepared. I'm like, because I know they were going to just try to take advantage of, of me. Of course. They thought we were a small brand. They thought like... We didn't know what we were doing. And all I knew was that I had this very loyal following and community mm-hmm. that was going to be pissed. Right. Because they take things personal. Right. So you brought up the trademark. Yeah. And then what was the conclusion? The coexisting agreement was, okay, I came up with a genius plan. Mm-hmm. I... I <laughs> <laughs> I had to get something out of it. Come I'm on. interested. So I was like, let's just send each other a little PR package. Like, she's been sending her PR packages to all the influencers. Right. Just send me one. I'll do a little post about it. I'll send her one. She'll do a little post about it. We tag each other's brands. The end. Okay. How that's smart. That's smart. Simple. So simple and, like, very smart. Would take her maybe two seconds. No. Yeah. Throw on a shirt, like... Turn right. on a little huddy song and like <laughs> do a little dance. Yeah. Like it's not hard. And that was too much for them. First, they agreed to it. And then a week goes by. We've sent our package. We're waiting for the post. And they say, okay, like we sent Indy a kit. Like let us know when she posts. And, so you and Addison will repost it to her story. So last minute, they try to switch the terms and be like... So your plan was to send her your merch. Yeah. And she posts and, like, gives you a shout out and, like, your brand. Yeah. 
And she was going to send you her makeup. You were going to sh- give it a shout out, whatever. Yeah. And then what they ended up doing is just reposting you shouting out her yeah. shit. Yeah. And to me, what, what made me so mad about that was this whole thing just felt so much like, oh, well, like, yeah, you guys made up, you guys made it up first, but we're bigger than you so right it's just these big guys thinking they mm-hmm. can like get away with stealing li- little guys shit and oh, absolutely and i mean it, the entertainment industry in general oh, happens all the they time they are going to take advantage of you like bottom line yeah i don't trust fucking anybody yeah you know you can't no so she never posted <laughs> oh your no, shit. no no she actually did so she did end up posting she, she, yeah, but it was so funny how she did it. She posted it like in the middle of you know how influencers will do five hauls like in a right. row, like just got a bunch of packages, and mm-hmm. then they'll be like, just that she like threw mine in between like a David Dobrik and like <laughs> a Stassi, like Kylie's she's best like, friend. She's like, guys, I have Armani Invisible Ghost, and <laughs> then I have David Dobrik. <laughs> You're like straight what? up. I'm like the effort. <laughs> wow. But I mean, again, I will say. I don't have beef with that girl, no, like, at all. Yeah. I just think it's sad that she probably doesn't even know what happened. Mm-hmm. I think it's sad when, like, these big business people see opportunities with, like, really talented young, like, creators. What do we call right. them? Yeah. TikTokers. <laughs> Content creators. TikTokers. But, and they kind of just want to capitalize off of them. And we'll give right. you, like, well, here, we'll give you a makeup brand. You know and- what? I, I, like, really applaud you did you get like a bunch of hate? Yes. You oh did. Oh my gosh. So from like much. the Addison Ray followers. I was having drama from everywhere. Like I was just like, you know, the internet just wakes up and picks someone new every day. Yeah. It, that was a lesson I had to learn because it felt so personal every single time. But yeah, I, the Addison Ray shit, like I had to turn off my phone for a week. Damn. And like notifications would actually send ang- like make my heart drop. Right. Still to this day, like I <laughs> this sounds so weird, but like I have all of my texts on do not disturb and my friends are so annoyed. They say I'm the worst texter, but it's because it's so like when anxiety. shit like that happens and I'm getting notifications and my heart drops. I'm like, that's either someone telling me that the uber's here or they're going to kill my firstborn son dude it's right it's like you went through i mean it's first world problems but you went through something traumatic as fuck yeah i mean when you're dealing with that much like online bullying which hi exactly exactly like i have the same thing you know like hi i was one of your bulliers Wait, I fucking love you. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. You know what, Indy? We just... Pull let's that get, shit let's up. Get Pull it, that let's shit get up. it out of the way. So I had literally millions of people involved in my drama, which I'm assuming my listeners know what the fuck that was. I'm not going to explain it. And I would get thousands, literally thousands of DMs a day um some were nice 80% were like I'm gonna draw you a map to the nearest bridge so you can like jump off of it really trigger warning suicide is not something to joke about but Indy you 
Guys, listen, Andy kind of jumped on the hate train. I jumped Andy on the bandwagon. Own up to it. Okay. I will. It's embarrassing as shit. I tweeted Dave Portnoy. That's like a... Wait, tell them like the a, tweet. Okay, well, you you reminded me of it. I don't even remember what I tweeted. Yeah. I Okay, so I think you... Um, I think there were like a couple tweets. I said, okay, actually, I know I said, I said, should Sophia pay child support now? <laughs> Bitch, you should. And then you were like, she should. <laughs> Bitch, you abandoned those girls. Exactly. Go feed them. So, <laughs> okay, but this is what I I'll love say. that you can just like own it and be like, fuck yeah, I did. Well, here's the thing I'll say about that is, I mean, obviously, like, I'm a huge fan of you. I've always loved you. I've always fucked with you. But, like, if you were to name search yourself and, like, that tweet came up, you mm-hmm. wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know I was a fan. Like, right. You're not right. going to, you're going to see that and, like, your, feel, your heart would drop. I right. know because that happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just, it's so hard when there's something trending and relevant and you want to just get a quick laugh. Yeah. Because it's so harmless. You don't think, yeah. You'd one, you don't think the person's going to see it. Mm hmm. And now I'm here getting interviewed by her, so (laughs) cancel me, And now she's here fucking roasting me. (laughs) But I honestly, like, when I tweeted that, I was just, I, that's genuinely, I think I was just trying to be funny with, like, a relevant topic. Because I've always, always, you've always been my girl. So, Indy, I, I don't blame you for doing that. I do blame you at the same time. (laughs) Just because, like, you know how it is, like, oh, I, that was a learning lesson for me. Right. Yes. I am so curious, like, when all the shit came out that was, like, Sophia, like, fucking did this and, like, blah, 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 everything they said about me, like, did you low-key believe it? Because I don't blame you if you did. No, me and Kate were even talking, like, right before we came here. Mm Mm-hmm. We were like, what did she do wrong? Like, it's because I think, like, in a po- like in apology situations where these YouTubers were make apologies and, like, you know, how she made a big video and you just came back and made a fucking podcast. Right. And that was so impressive to me because, one, that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been so much easier for you to just, like, move on to another part of your life and remove yourself from that. That was, like, one of my favorite things was your first episode. Like, it wasn't an apology. Mm-hmm. It was, like, <laughs> it was, like, a. it was so sick. You were just, like, so here what- I am. Like, I'm still really depressed about this shit. Right. But, like, I'm getting back up. Right. And, I, honestly, like, I don't, I don't know if I would say I believed in the narrative. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone will say, like, when they heard your side of the story, they were, like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank God I put that episode out because, like, I almost didn't. (laughs) Really? I I was so fucked up making that episode. You have no... (laughs) I was living in Provo. That Um, should say it all. Okay, so we're going to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. And you said nothing's off limits. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm not scared at all. My boyfriend is probably, like, shitting his pants. No, don't even worry about... I'm like, how big is his dick? (laughs) Send me a picture. How does he fuck? No. So, you've heard about soaking. The Provo Soak? Wait. The legendary Provo Soak? Wait, what's the Provo Soak? I'm just kidding. Is it that? Is it where they, like, put the dick in but don't move? (laughs) Okay, okay, yes. But hold on. So, guys, soaking is... When you put your dick in a girl's pussy, 
but then you don't move. Like you don't yeah, gyrate. You dock it. Like, you dock it. You, you dock marinate. The boat. Yeah, and you it just marinate. And you just chill there. And in the eyes of God, you're good. Exactly. It's. I think it happened because of like the Mormon culture. Because you're supposed to wait till marriage to have sex. Yep. So they that was like their way around it right and they're yeah. like it's not sex mm-hmm. if it's not like if there's not like fucking hitting your hips it, don't thrust exactly <laughs> so the thing is you're about to die andy have you heard about the provo push <sighs> no have you heard about it i'm scared okay everyone everyone attention please the promo push is <laughs> when a guy sticks his dick in a girl, so it's soaking, they're not moving, and the guy has his, like, homie come in, go underneath the bed, and put his feet up on the mattress, and moves the mattress so it's like he's not thrusting but like his friend they're like, just working the system they're being creative right i do when i heard that shit i was fucking shocked have you ever soaked or know anyone that has no that's like an urban legend i feel is like. it but but like i know it's real i just don't i feel like that's so embarrassing right so you don't know How, anyone. I don't know anyone. Do you? Because they wouldn't Either? say it. I mean, they wouldn't say it. They what about it? the poop hole loophole? Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's that? It's, you don't know what Wait, that is. is that just like anal? Yes. I feel like that's actually like a thing. They do do that. The Mormons are so good at just like skirting around the right. rules. 100%. Yeah. So you didn't do the poop hole loophole. I didn't, okay. unfortunately. Wow. <laughs> I wish you did. But like Loki, you have. She told me before that like she did. <laughs> we, signed, we signed an NDA, bitch. <laughs> okay. I, so you grew up very Mormon. Mm-hmm. When did you lose your virginity? Because so, you're supposed to wait till marriage, right? Yeah. So I had a boyfriend when I was 16, and we were pretty serious, and he went on a mission. So if, I don't know. People probably wait, don't yeah, know. explain a mission to them. Missions. A mission is where a boy or you can be a girl goes to, um, or you can be trans, or you can be. Is he going on a mission? Really? Uh, excuse me, my producer just let me know that you can't be trans and go on a mission, so Mormon Church, I'm not trying to shit on you, but that needs to be changed, so there you go. They're gonna listen to me, watch. So, Jackson, my boyfriend, went on a mission and hated it, Uh and he wanted to come home, and the thing is, is you can't go on a mission if you've had sex. And really? so, I mean, that's what they say. They'll, like, work with some people if you can repent. Mm-hmm. But it was basically, like, the most... It was crazy. Like, the whole time we were dating, we couldn't take things too far or else he wouldn't be allowed to go on a mission. I think the only reason he was Mormon is so we could meet because he's my soulmate. Oh, <laughs> wait, is that the guy you're with? Yeah. It oh sounds my God, so that's silly. So cute. No, no that's it sounds so silly, cute. but like you'd meet him and you're like, you this 
poor boy was never meant to, <laughs> to be caged in a religion. But we, yeah, I think he just felt like he had to go because, you know, that's another thing is, like, I remember saying to my mom, like, I would never marry a non-return missionary. And I think he overheard it and was oh. like, okay, I have to go on a mission if I want to marry this girl. Isn't right. that so sad? So sad. So he goes and is, like, having terrible anxiety, like suicidal thoughts he's not doing well and the whole time like i'm wanting him to stay because i know if he comes home everyone at my school is gonna think it's because we had sex oh and that humiliation and shame like was more important at that point to me than my boyfriend's literal mental health and well-being. Wow. But that's kind of... I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, I was... I remember getting my nails done and telling the girl, like, oh, yeah, Jackson's actually coming home. And her saying, like, oh, it sucks because, like, everyone's just going to think it's because you had sex. And I was like... What? What? When we really did work so hard to keep him worthy to go. And so we had sex, like... A week after you came home. <laughs> As you fucking should. And the funniest part about it was... <laughs> this sounds crazy. I I was almost on a TV show about being a Mormon. Really? Think, like, The Hills. But they Mormon. were going to do a show? They wanted me to be, like, the Mormon Lauren Conrad. Oh, my God. And, like, they came out. They filmed a pilot. It was that summer. And we had to sit in these interviews... Like they do on The Housewives Bachelor. Right. We just sit in these like confessionals and talk about why we're saving ourselves for marriage and like. When oh, <laughs> so it was a reality show. Like, it was when a you reality were still show. Mormon. Yes, and Holy it was that shit. summer, and so we're having to lie to these cameras and be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're saving ourselves. You're I like, felt so guilty. Like it was the craziest shit of my life. I'm sorry. I imagine you like sweating like a whore in church. You're like sweating bullets, and you're like virgin, virgin, poople, loophole. I don't know who I lost my virginity to. <laughs> that's kind of beautiful. Come on, that's so. That we can make so- that. We can make that so poetic. That sounded so wrong. Okay, can I explain it to yeah, you? Yes. So I went on a camping trip, and this guy, we'll call him Bob. He, always Bob. <laughs> always. He put it in uh-huh. the dick uh-huh. halfway, and then took it out, and then like a few months later, I had actual sex with my boyfriend but it's like oh so you were like what what okay what constitutes as sex and losing your virginity yeah yeah, like him putting it in halfway does it count as losing my virginity i want to say i mean according to mormons (laughs) no (laughs) yeah i feel like that didn't count well to be this is sad and my boyfriend will probably get so mad at me for saying this but after we after (laughs) We had sex for the first time. I made him drive me home instantly. Because you were freaking out. Oh, yeah. And I the bet. whole way home, I, I just kept saying, that didn't count. That mm-hmm. didn't count. Imagine him just driving this crying little 17-year-old home, 18-year-old home, just like, that didn't count. That didn't count. It doesn't exist. He's probably like, <laughs> he's like oh, my his, God. He's just like, best night of his life. He's just like, <laughs> You're like, it wasn't even good. It doesn't count. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? It's actually sad. And I just want anyone on this podcast, if you are religious, just don't let that 
don't don't let... feel shame from your sexuality i guess is like if we're just gonna get straight to the point i mean to be honest indy like when i masturbate and like sometimes after sex I, like, feel kind of like, oh, shit. Like, you shouldn't have done that. Or, like, that was kind (laughs) of naughty. Or that was kind of bad. Isn't it crazy? I still feel it. It sticks around. It does. Do you feel that, too? When I was in literally junior high, like, I would think about, like, making out with Harry Styles while I'm trying to drown (laughs) out, like, the prophet speaking. And I would feel so guilty about thinking of Harry Styles. It needs to stop. Like, sex is healthy. Masturbating is healthy. And it's just a part of life. It is. Well, that's what happened when I lost my virginity. My mom told my dad, which, why? I don't know. Why he needed to know that? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I avoided him for three weeks. (laughs) And we finally went and talked about it. Right. Um... And he was as just as awkward as I was. He, we were all uncomfortable. Yeah. But he was like, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel like shit. Like, mm-hmm. I honestly feel like shit. And he was like, <laughs> he just said, you really don't, what you did was normal. And he, you know, he feels so uncomfortable. He's trying to just right. like, get through to me. He's like, what you did was so normal. And I just, I you can't that. let people think. He's like, it's just because of where we live that... It seems like a bigger deal than it is. He's mm-hmm. like, but that's what people do when they have boyfriends. And yeah. And I, he's like, I just don't want you to ever let anyone f- make you feel bad about that. Right. Or feel And guilt. honestly, I have never since that day ever felt guilt over anything sex related. And now I, as a mom myself, I'm like, I, I'm curious of how I'm going to teach sex to my kids, you know? Because mm-hmm. our parents just don't. Most parents just don't. No. They leave it to the teachers, and the teachers don't tell us shit. Dude, I don't know if it was a Catholic school thing, but, like, they didn't teach us shit. No. They don't do sex ed. No. Like, I want to teach my sons, like, yeah, cool, you can have sex with that girl, but you're going to ruin her life. She'll (laughs) never stop texting you. Like, just know what you're getting yourself into. She'll be emotionally attached to you for the rest of your life. Like, don't ruin that for her. I was like, I don't know where she's going with this, and I was like, Yes. For a second, I thought you were going to be like, I'm going to teach my son, like, how to fuck. Like, this is what you do. I'll give him all the tips. You should. <laughs> but honestly, you should. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you need to tell your son, like, the tips, but kind of. I, teach your kids how to not be fuck boys. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. teach them consent. Teach them, like, mm-hmm. there's... There's just a lot of boys need to know, and their moms have always just been too uncomfortable to have those conversations with them. Right. Which, by the way, your kid's name is Seven. Where did you come up with that name? Is that not, like, the most Utah shit you've ever heard? No. Seven? <laughs> no. I feel like it's Utah more has like, weird names, no, so it's fits like, in. It's like Rachel with, like, a Y and, like, a Z somehow. Yeah, yeah. I... My sister was... We were almost going to name her Seven. She's oh. 10 years younger than me. And I just remember thinking, because our last name is Severe. So I just remember thinking, my brothers, I'm like, they, one of them has to name their kid Seven Severe. And I then like I got that. pregnant. I got pregnant first, which no one was expecting. <laughs> and I wasn't married. And I was like, I'm taking that name. That's the I coolest name that. I've ever heard. So. Dude, the double S, like <laughs> Sophia Severe. Should we get married? 
I kind of want to. Can I just take the last name? <laughs> yeah. But it gives me like um Elon Musk, like Grimes vibe, but like so much better. Yeah. Like classier. Yeah, yeah cuz I really don't know how to pronounce theirs. <laughs> Seven, seven is easy as shit. No, fine. seven, I actually love that. And you had a baby not married. Because yeah. you're not married now. Yeah, that's like where the black sheep comes in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got pregnant with my boyfriend. Him being like such a black sheep, you know, he got a face tattoo. It was like the talk of the town. Oh, he has a face tattoo? That's hot. It's so hot. I love but that. Sister um, Johnson doesn't think it's hot <laughs> down, down the road. Guys, Sister Johnson, that's like a name you give like Mormon what? I was about to say nuns. Oh, that's Catholic. <laughs> but yeah, he... So when I got pregnant with him, that I think really was the point where I was like, okay, like... <laughs> I'm a black sheep It was now. actually nice though because for so... Jackson and I, so we... He was my first boyfriend and we met when I was 16 we were so grossly, disgustingly in teenage love. And then I love that. we broke up for a couple of years. And I I think I, we, we would have avoided so much heartbreak if I wouldn't have cared that other people would judge, would judge him for smoking weed or mm-hmm. having a face tattoo or mm-hmm. this and this and this. And then when we got pregnant and I realized I didn't really have a choice... I fully accepted him. And when I fully accepted him, I didn't give a fuck about what other people think of him. Right. And, or me, or my situation. And I think that is the only way to survive in a place like this. Mm-hmm. Where every single person is, you know, has, a, has a group chat about you, probably. Right. Me? Just everyone here. I feel like people don't even talk about me. They, like, don't even claim me. <laughs> they don't even They're claim like, her? <laughs> I'm, like, talking about, like, fucking squirting. They're like, she's not from Utah. Like, we don't know her. Okay, Indy, I fucking love you. I love this pink room. I'm going to yeah. move in. Yes. And this was this was so much fucking fun. So, Indy, where can they find you? Instagram at IndyBlue underscore and TikTok. I deleted my Twitter after you roasted me for that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and Lonely Ghost. Lo- follow Lonely Ghost. Come to the store. Dude, this store, you guys, it's so fucking sick. Her merch is amazing. It's cute stuff. You I'm, guys love it. I'm assuming I'm going to leave here with something. Did you bring your card? Merch. <laughs> yeah, but it might like get declined. <laughs> I'll like I'll do some shifts here. I'm like, do you want to do? You want to sweep the floor before you leave? I'll give you a hoodie. <laughs> okay, Indy, thank you so much. This was amazing. Thank you, and thank your fans for having me. I love yes, your community's sick, and they're they the best. Ride for you, and I love that. The sleuths, the, the sleuths, they are the fucking best. They're the best. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider-looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, 
wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Thanks so much for tuning in, Sloots. I know I don't say it enough, but I love you guys. You really mean the world to me. We are a fucking close-knit community up in this Utah hood. I can't wait to move back to New York, but you guys know what I mean. And rate the show five stars or four. Just kidding, only five. Subscribe, and I will talk to you next week. 